Welcome to episode 58 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. the amazing, awe-inspiring, awake, average boy of awesomeness. Also, my grandma sometimes calls me Bobby. Hey, glad you're here, Bobby. Uh, uh-uh, Jesse. I said my grandma calls me Bobby, only she can do that. Oh, sorry, Bob. You know, I... I've- actually thought that might be going too far, but you certainly are awake and full of energy. You know, it seems like I'm going to have my work cut out to keep you on track. Oh, no, you won't. I love track. I even once ran a 1K. A 1K? I've never heard of that. Well, the race was actually a 5K, but I did so well in the first K that I stopped running. You know, I felt that I didn't need to rub it in everyone else's face about how good of a runner I was. Plus, everyone else was so far behind me that I couldn't even see them. Uh, How are you sure they were behind you? Well, I actually ran the race backwards, so I knew they'd be behind me. You you know, I could talk about track all day. Oh, Jesse, did you know that I once did the pole vault? (laughs) I did not know that. So so how did you do? I did great. I went over the bar. Everyone was totally stunned. Wow. Were were they stunned because, you know, they didn't think you'd be good at pole vaulting? I actually think that they were more stunned because I pole vaulted into the high jump pit. It really confused all the high jumpers when I went running by with that pole. (laughs) Were they scared? Not really, but the judge at the high jump pit screamed like crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he thought he was being attacked by a crazy jouster. <laughs> well, uh, that pole probably gave you a big advantage in the high jump competition. Yeah, a few strangers actually said the same thing. Strangers? Well, track judges and coaches. But it was fun, and that's what sports is all about, right? Oh, true. You know, sports should be fun. Uh, but they should also be fair. However, when I said I would have a hard time keeping you on track today, I didn't really mean track and field. I just meant that you seem super hyper. So what's going on? Oh, I've been getting tons of sleep and eating healthy. You have? Well, I've been getting tons of sleep. Well, baby steps, I guess. Uh, But why are you suddenly getting so much sleep? You know, once school started, I was always so tired. I was just dragging all the time. You know, school really cuts into my nap schedule. And then one day I actually fell asleep at my desk while holding a pencil. And when my head slammed down, the eraser hit me right in the face, leaving a huge red dot. It, it was really embarrassing. In fact, Donnie thought it was a target, so he kept poking it every time he walked by. <laughs> we haven't heard about Donnie for a while. So if you're new to the podcast, you should know that Donnie has a problem with bullying kids at school. So he's still picking on you? Actually, we work stuff out. Uh, oh, that story is in my new Average Boy book that's going to be out soon. Uh, Bob... We don't want this podcast to turn into a commercial. So let me just say that your amazingly funny first-ever full-length fiction book is available for pre-order right now at AverageBoy.org. Just click on the link to the Focus Store. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't want this to turn into a commercial. Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me save you here. You know, I'll save you by continuing my story instead of talking about my new book that people should definitely pre-order today. Definitely. Anyway... 
Back to the story, Donnie wasn't poking my face to be mean. He actually just thought it was funny, but I finally got him to stop, though. Oh, so you used your words to nicely ask him to stop. Sort of. I just recited his locker combination number and told him that if he didn't stop, I was going to put my skunk-smelling backpack in his locker. Yuck. Okay, well, uh, I'm glad it stopped him from hitting you in the head. And speaking of being hit in the head, we received this joke on our special Average Boy Colin hotline. Here's a joke. Uh, I got hit in the head with a Dr. Pepper the other day. Don't worry, it was a soft drink. <laughs> oh, that's a great joke. Anyway, I'm glad talking with Donnie seemed to do the trick. Good. I mean, wait. How did you get his locker combination? Okay, that's not important right now. Wow, look who's keeping who on track on this podcast. Anyway, after I fell asleep at my desk and got the red dot from the pencil, I vowed that that would never happen again. And you started getting more sleep. No, not at all. I, I thought ahead and put a big squishy eraser on my pencil just in case it did happen again. But that doesn't solve the problem of... Wait, hang on. You said earlier that you were getting more sleep. So if the potentially piercing pencil of peril didn't cause it, what caused you to get more sleep? <laughs> oh, nice P alliteration there, joyful Jesse. Uh, my teacher called me to her desk after school and suggested that I get more sleep at home. I, I told her I couldn't because I was always having too much homework. That's a problem for a lot of students. There always seems to be so much homework. It's ridiculous. I, I have about 20 minutes of math problems every single night, you know? That's almost a million seconds. Or, or actually maybe more. I, I don't know. I'm not really that great at math. The problem is my brain gets all riled up after doing homework, which makes sleep impossible. In, in fact, the only way to calm down my brain is by playing video games. Actually, Bob, studies show that video games rile up your brain and that you should stop playing video games and get away from screens at least an hour before bedtime so you can get a more restful night of sleep. Yeah, my dad said the exact same thing, you know, but I wasn't ready to go to extremes just yet. Uh, my friend Billy, he actually recommended that I drink warm milk to relax at bedtime. He says that's what he does, uh, and that sounded more doable. So I went to the grocery store, but strangely, I couldn't find warm milk anywhere. They only had the cold stuff, and I didn't have enough lawn mowing money to buy a cow with a fever. Well, if you do ever get a cow, uh, don't get one of those pampered rich cows. Yeah. Wait a minute, what do you mean? Well, pampered cows only give spoiled milk. Well, I think I'm starting to get sleepy again. Anyway, when I got home from the store, my dad came up with his own solution that he wanted me to try out. Because if you're pampered, then you're spoiled? Get it? I think that Jesse joke is already past its expiration date. Okay, I'm going to put that one away in my folder. Uh, so your dad had a plan to help you get more sleep. He did. He told me to write down how I spend my time and see if there were things that I could cut out that would free up more time for sleeping and healthier stuff. Well, after thinking through my day and writing everything down, I was completely shocked. You saw a lot of wasted time doing useless stuff, right? Absolutely. In fact, I had wasted 12 minutes writing out that list. That's 12 minutes I could have been sleeping. Well, I'm thinking there were some other things on the list that were time wasters as well. Okay, is my dad texting you all these things to say? He said the exact same thing. Dad quickly pointed out that there were four hours of TV that could be knocked down to one. 
And actually, between you and me, I think he just said none, but I was hoping I'd misheard him. He also pointed out that I spent two hours playing video games for a total screen time of six hours. I don't know how he does math that quickly. I wish he'd help me with my homework. You know, I know you know this, A.B., but God reminds us in his word that there's a time for everything. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8 talks about that. Oh, okay. Do you have that one memorized, Jesse? Uh, let's see. So... Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Boom! Wow. So you know those verses too. I do. My dad had me memorize it. Are you sure he's not texting you this stuff? Well, you know, it's a long scripture, uh, but it reminds us that there's a time for everything. There's a time to get your work done and a time to sleep to let your body rebuild, rest, and be ready for whatever adventure God has for you when you wake up. That is absolutely true. You, you don't want to be sleepy when God is putting some great opportunity in front of you. So, uh, going back to your list, I'm guessing you saw you were spending too much time on screens and not enough time on more important things. Well, to be truthful, Dad saw it, which means that I saw it. He, he told me to cut the screen time, so the next morning I didn't look at any screens at all. I even refused to look at my watch which is why I missed the bus again. Well, I think looking at a few screens would be okay. Maybe, but after school, I made a very mature decision to not watch any TV at all. Wow. Well, that's really impressive. So was it hard to stay away from the TV? Not really. Uh, I ended up making that very mature decision when I realized my dad had hidden all the power cords. So that really helped a lot, I think. <laughs> well, God gives us parents for a reason. I guess. Actually, I know. So with nothing better to do, I started on my homework. Well... I must have gotten smarter or something because I finished really quick. Uh, my chores got done faster, too. It was so weird. Then I heard a voice that I hadn't heard in a long time. Oh, so your, your grandmother came for a visit. No, it was my brother. I, I had totally forgotten I had a brother. I, he doesn't really play video games, so I hadn't noticed him in a while. Anyway, he asked me to do something crazy. He wanted to go outside and play. Jesse, I'd also totally forgotten about outside playing. I hear the graphics are amazing out there. <laughs> They're so real. It's, it's like everything is in 3D. Anyway, we decided to play pirates, which means we ran around the neighborhood saying, Arr! and then we kidnapped Mr. Pavado's chickens, and then after wait, that... Wait, 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 let's... Uh, you stole your neighbor's chickens? <laughs> Actually, the chickens had gotten out, and Mr. Pavado asked us if we would help gather them up. My brother and I were in full pirate persona, so we made Mr. Pavado ask us in pirate speak. Okay, did he do it? Because from what you've written about him in past stories of Clubhouse Magazine, he seems like a nice older man. He actually did do it. He, he said very slowly, Me tinks I need help getting me bounty of feathered friends. What say ye, me mates? <laughs> we, we were cracking up so, so much. Anyway, with all the free time and homework and chores done, 
Jesse, we played for hours. And the best part was when it was time to go to sleep, I was so super tired that I fell right to sleep. Yeah, I've been doing this every single day for a while now, and it's awesome. I have so much more energy. You know, sleep is great. So you've been sleeping like a book. I have. It is. Wait, like a book? How does a book sleep? You know, under its covers. <laughs> oh, book covers. You know, sometimes I crack myself up. You know, I've been reading a lot of our comments at AverageBoy.org, and a lot of them say they want more Jesse jokes. Okay, I'm going to ignore that joke, and I'm going to say that I've been reading those comments too, and I've been listening to the messages on our call-in line. I don't know if you've heard some of those, but this one really got me to thinking. Listen to this. Um, how is Jesus with us when we don't even see him? That is such a great question. You know, it reminds me of one of my favorite Bible verses. In Romans chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, it says, For what can be known about God is plain, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made, so that they are without excuse. In other words, we see God's love and care and presence in his creation. We know Jesus is with us because of our amazingly designed bodies, our awesome brains, the uniqueness of our fingertips, and the majesty of the mountains, the powers of the ocean, even just the beauty that surrounds us. And when we believe in Jesus as our Savior, his Spirit actually lives in us. We, we can't see the Holy Spirit, but we can feel him nudging us to make the right decisions, or sometimes he brings a Bible verse to mind, or reminds us of some godly wisdom that we've heard. Oh, that's right. You know, Jesus promises to be with us always, and he always keeps his promises. Even in life's difficult times, Jesus walks with us and holds us up. You know, in some ways, we can know Jesus is with us when we look at other people's lives and how he's changed them and is working in them. And in Bible times, people actually did see Jesus. The disciples hung out with God's son for a few years and witnessed all the amazing things he did. Yeah, like coming back from the dead himself, Jesus' resurrection gives us hope that we can know God and be forgiven for our sins. But another thing I love about this question is that a lot of Christians have asked it. You know, sometimes it's hard to believe in something or someone you can't see. Even Thomas, one of Jesus' disciples, doubted that he had risen from the dead after the other disciples told him the truth of the resurrection. Uh, but then what's so cool is Jesus appeared to Thomas. And John wrote about it in chapter 20 of his gospel where Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So you're saying we're blessed, right, Jesse? I am. Well, that's a perfect way to end today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, and they will bless you, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. You can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. And like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, you can also pre-order Average Boy's next book that comes out in February of 2022. I've read it, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> and speaking of big laughs, and we weren't really after that book joke you told, but we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions. So you can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. And actually, 
Before we go, Jesse, let's share another fan joke. Uh, this one came from Patton. It's a knock-knock joke, and it goes exactly like this. Knock-knock, who's there? Moo, moo who? Well, make up your mind. Are you a cow or an owl? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And it's going in the Jesse joke folder. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. Uh, for Bob and everyone else who helps out with the podcast, I'm Jesse, reminding you, don't be average. Be super average. Me thinks you need some new jokes there, Jesse. <laughs> Arr! He's average.